Welcome to the Marriage Steps Podcast. We're reducing the divorce rate. One marriage at a time is the goal. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get us there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, licensed psychologist and marriage counselor. If you enjoyed the episode today, please scroll down on your device and leave a review by clicking the stars. The more positive reviews I receive, the higher the podcast will appear in search results so others can find it and receive tools for their marriage. Also, I'm hosting a live podcast on Fridays from 4 to 5 Mountain Standard Time where I take phone calls with any questions about marriage. So be sure to call me at 720-999-9538 Fridays from 4 to 5 Mountain Standard Time. Again, that's 720-999-9538. Today I'm going to talk about four ways to get out of conflict weeds. There's a difference between weeds versus needs. Weeds are all the details in a conflict. Weeds are, I said this. No, you didn't. You said that. Weeds are, this is what happened. No, it isn't. This is what happened. That's weeds. And that's where couples stay almost all the time in conflict. They go back and forth on this nitty gritty, the details of who said this and who said that. And this is what happened. No, this is what happened. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it's pointless. You're not going to win because you're dealing with two people's subjective experience of reality. And a lot of partners get stuck trying to convince their spouse that they're wrong and that they're right. And it's a losing battle. And unfortunately, that is where we go when we're in conflicts. Most of the time is this he said, she said, back and forth. Those are the weeds. It's exhausting. It's overwhelming. And there's never a winner. In contrast to weeds, there are also needs. And needs undergird the weeds. So the needs are underneath the weeds. They're underneath. They're the things underneath that are causing the argument about the weeds. So think about these core needs, about what's going on for you underneath the argument, underneath all the weeds, what's underneath it for you. Underneath it are some core needs that you have, and they're different for each of us. One core need is a voice. Some people want to feel heard, they want to share power, they want to feel respected, And if they're not, they will get upset. And because their core need of having a voice is not being honored. Other people want to feel cared for. And if they're not feeling cared for, that may upset them. That may hurt their feelings because that's a core need. But they're talking about the weeds. Another core need can be sexually desired. A lot of people want to feel sexually desired because it makes them feel wanted and valued and cherished and cared for. But instead of talking about that core need, they focus on the weeds. Another core need for a lot of people is to feel appreciated. They want to feel like there's recognition of how hard they work and how much they contribute and all that they do. And if that's not happening, that may upset them and that may cause a conflict. But underneath that conflict, underneath the weeds, is a core need. Another core need is equal workload. Some people want to feel like we're in this together. We're partners. We're teammates. We we share the burden of life because we're sharing the workload. That's a core need. And if that's not happening, that may create a conflict. And then the, the couple focuses on the weeds. But underneath those weeds is a core need of equal partnership, equal workload. 
So I'm going to go through four ways to get out of conflict weeds. Because if you're like most people, when you get into an argument with your partner, it's all about the weeds. It's all about who said what, what happened, what didn't happen, and it's futile. It's pointless to go in that direction because underneath those weeds are very important core needs. So step one, next time you have an argument, step one is take a break and de-flood. As I mentioned in my episode that covers the floor method, if you haven't listened to it, make sure you do because it goes through a very effective method for how to handle conflict. And step one, if you've already listened to it, as you may remember, is de-flood. So de-flood is when you recognize you're flooded, heart rate's over 100, you're in fight or flight, you have to take a break because conversations turn destructive. So if you're flooded or your partner's flooded, agree to take a timeout, at least for 20 minutes, up to 24 hours. During your timeout, relax, calm down, do whatever's gonna lower your heart rate, take a jog, take a nap, listen to music, whatever it is. And during that time, do step two. Step two, during that break, you need to reflect on what your core needs are. What are yours? Can you identify them? Maybe you can, maybe you can't. You may need to reflect on this. What are your top core needs that are fueling the argument for you? You want to put a word to it. You want to try to identify it and articulate it as best you can. You know, it's similar to an onion. When we identify who we are and what we are and what we need, we evolve throughout life. First of all, we're always, we're always changing, but it takes time to peel back those layers of the onion to really identify who am I? Who am I at my core? What do I need? I don't even know. I have no idea. That's how it feels for a lot of us. It takes time to identify what our core needs are. But spend that time and that relaxing time, that 20 minutes to 24 hours, trying to identify what are your core needs that are getting stirred up in the conflict? What's underneath it for you? And second, within that same step, reflect on where does that core need come from? Why do you need that core need? Where does it come from? Where is the root? Where is the origin for you of that core need that you need? It comes from somewhere. Most likely, it's what you saw modeled for you growing up, so it's your normal, or it's not what you saw growing up and you always desired it. It's usually one or the other, but it's connected on average to our upbringing on some level most of the time. Step three is after you've identified your core needs in this conflict and where they come from, then you're going to go back to your partner and you're both going to take time to discuss both of your core needs in this argument that you were just having. What are both of your core needs and where does it come from for both of you? Hearing where your partner's core needs comes from is very important because it spikes our empathy to want to honor it. If you just hear the core need on the surface, that can be motivating. However, when you hear the origins of that core need and how it comes from this tender place when they were growing up, motivation just doubled to honor it. So that's why it's so helpful, not just for yourself to identify the origins of your needs, but also to share that with your partner because it's going to spike their motivation to honor it. So that's step three. You come back and you discuss both of your core needs and where they come from. Step four is you want to develop a win-win that will honor both of your core needs. In some situations, maybe just one of you is having a core need get stirred up and the other one is not. That also can happen. But you want to develop some ideas of, okay, how can we honor both of these core needs in this, in this situation? 
So one example in my marriage, um, my wife and I had an argument a while ago about yard work. And I was feeling like the, the bulk of the burden of maintaining our yard was on me and the four kids. And we would be out there cleaning it up and cutting grass and weeding and all these things. And she would not be participating in that. And then I started getting frustrated. And then we started having some arguments around yard work and why she's not helping with yard work. And so as we took a break and I deflooded and I was reflecting, the core need for me that I was identifying was to feel like an equal partner and to feel like we're sharing the workload and to feel like we have each other's back and we're shoulder to shoulder facing the world. And that comes from my upbringing. You know, growing up, I saw both of my parents working very hard and contributing to everything going on around the house and washing cars and vacuuming the floors and cutting the grass. And, and I was constantly seeing that and doing it myself. And so that's a core value for me to feel like my wife and I are shouldering the workload. So I had to identify that need for me because in the moment, I, we were just arguing back and forth around yard work. But after I was able to reflect and, and identify my core need and where it came from, and then when I was able to come back to her and discuss it calmly without attacking, she, she was completely different in hearing it. Because all of a sudden it made sense. She could see where it came from. She could see why that's so important to me. And then we negotiated what time of the weekend would also work for her to participate because part of the problem is I was doing the yard work during a time that was really difficult for her because she had other things going on. So we had to negotiate when the yard work would happen so she could be a participant of it. And we've been doing the yard work, all six of us, ever since. Her and I, plus our four kids. So it solved the problem. But that was an ongoing problem until I was able to take a step back and reflect, what's my core need here? And then I was able to put it to words and where it came from, and it changed the dynamic. So I just want to encourage you to do the same thing this upcoming week. The next time you and your spouse have an argument, try these four steps. Number one, take a break to deflood. Step two, reflect on your core needs, your feeling that's getting stirred up in the argument and where those core needs come from. Step three, come back and both of you discuss your core needs. And then step four, develop a win-win that will honor both of your needs. Thank you for listening to the Marriage Steps podcast. For more marriage resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. That's D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com. And check out my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Dr. Wyatt Fisher. Also, if you believe in this podcast and would like to help me reduce the divorce rate by keeping it on the air, please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash marriage steps that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash marriage steps and remember your marriage is a living organism if you care for it it will thrive and if you don't it will die the choice is up to you take care